Today on Fifth Age, we answer questions like... Actually, we answer your questions for the first time ever. So, cue music. a little bit of time to talk together so we figured we'd address our first ever listener question could there ever be a good orc could there indeed turns out this is actually way more interesting than i thought it was going to be yeah and and there's a lot in it it just it gets into a lot of different things um and we're not going to talk about everything and neither of us are scholars here we're just kind of I'm going from what I read in various books. Yeah, I was going to say, you know who is a scholar is Tom Shippey. Yeah, yeah, that's where I got a lot of this from. Also from um, some of the extraneous material, you could call it. Some of the things in the book Morgoth's Ring, which is a Christopher Tolkien compilation of his father's notes. Okay. This question came from my coworker, Deb. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb. Uh, and she wanted to know if there ever could ever be a good orc. She wanted to know a little bit more about orcs in general. Uh, how were they raised? What is their society like? And honestly, I can't find a lot about that. Uh, the things that I found were mostly about the fact that they have these small communities, almost like these little groups, like little tribes. And Oh, so it's like a clan-based society. Yeah, it's like a clan society, and the clans war against each other at times. Okay. Uh, but Sauron... And Morgoth found ways to unite them and get them to fight for themselves. Actually, when we talked about this initially, I thought the question was different. I thought the question was about the nature of evil in Tolkien's universe. And I I think... Well, it is a little bit. Yeah, it is a little bit, but it's not at that cosmological level. We're not trying to answer the question, how can there be Sauron when we have Iluvatar? Hmm. We're, we're really specifically looking at orcs and trying to figure out a couple questions like that kind of really back into that bigger question. Right, right. And and it's nice because we have so much of Tolkien's writing on this subject because people have people asked him this. Oh, did they? Yeah. So in his letters, there he actually is asked this question. What, what do you say? What do you say in his? Who is he talking to? For uh, do, you, do you remember? I don't remember. I'll have to look it up. It'll be in the show notes later. Okay. Uh, but in his letters, he was asked, you know, can an orc be good? basically. And in his eyes, orcs were naturally bad, but not irredeemably bad. Tom Shippey uh, is a Tolkien scholar that I read a lot of, and he wrote some really great stuff. There's an article he wrote called Orcs, Wraiths, and Whites, Tolkien's Images of Evil, which a lot of this came from. Also, as I said earlier, Morgoth's Ring. There's also an article called Tolkien, and uh, sorry, the book is called Tolkien and His Literary Resonances, if you're interested in finding that Shippey article. But um, uh, for those of you that don't know who Tom Shippey is, which I didn't before starting this, I don't think, or, or if I did, just like very briefly, Shippey is, uh, among other things, the guy that was the lead scholar for the Lord of the Rings movies. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so even if you don't know his work, you probably know his work. Yeah. Uh, you know, by proxy. He also wrote a book. He wrote, he's written several books about Tolkien. Uh, and I read one for a class called Author of the Century which is fantastic if you like essays about literature. Well, literary criticism is cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, so I highly recommend that if you're into that. So 
Save the People with the Literary Criticism podcast. Anyway. <laughs> if that's what this is. I don't think that's what this well, is. technically it is, but... I mean, sure. So, uh, I want to talk a little bit to get started here. Sure, yeah. Started in scare quotes, uh, since we've already been talking for, like, five minutes. Yeah. Um, so, orcs were created by Morgoth, and when I say created, I say that loosely. He can't create anything. Uh, Tolkien is very clear that evil cannot create, it can only corrupt. Okay. Uh, so he's very clear that Morgoth did not create orcs. Orcs were bred. Tolkien wrote different things about this. He wrote that they were either elves that he corrupted or men that he corrupted, and he didn't ever really decide. He went back and forth his whole life. Can it be both? It can be both. It can be both. Uh, It could be both men and elves, and he ended up, like, breeding orcs by capturing men and elves and increasing the worst corrupt traits of men and or elves to create orcs. He created orcs in mockery of Iluvatar. Oh. So, you know, in mockery right. of the elves. So this is, this is you know, going against, in, in the world of Middle-earth, going against God's will, essentially. Okay, that's interesting. That's very different. Um, not all orcs are like that. I mean, it's interesting. Orcs are, of course, derivative, mm-hmm. always. Um, from Tolkien, but we were looking at the movie Bright the other day. Yes. And in Bright, orcs are not like this at all. Orcs are another kind of people. And in the movie, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's fantastic. It's really, really good. I know for some people, Will Smith might be kind of a turnoff. They might think to themselves, I'm not sure about watching a Will Smith movie. And I understand that totally, but it's really well done. It's very well realized. And orcs are... They have a lot of the stereotypical characteristics of orcs. They're plain spoken. They're not the most intelligent. They're physically strong. They're loyal. All of those things. But. It's interesting that you say that we're, that they're loyal. We'll get back to that. Okay. But the, the whole premise of the movie is that Will Smith is playing a cop who has been saddled with an, the first ever orc cop as his partner. And they're going to police... Uh, magic use is one of the main things that they police so it's an interesting world worth checking out orcs in that definitely have free will definitely are not bad by nature but they're perceived as bad because they're orcs Mm -hmm. so it's it's sort of an interesting like derivative yet new spin Mm -hmm. Um, and they're perceived as bad because they are warlike amongst themselves and there, mm. there's similarities drawn there with gangland violence and stuff like that in, in the real world. Anyway, so back to, back to Tolkien. Back to Tolkien. So what about loyalty? So uh, in one of Shippey's writings, the Orcs, Wraiths, and Whites article. Um, orcs, Wraiths, and Whites? Correct. Okay. Uh, he talks about how orcs show a knowledge of good and evil. Oh, okay. So think about when Frodo is uh, poisoned by Shelob. Uh-huh. And he's all wrapped up, and the orcs find him. Yeah. By himself. And they see him, and they say, oh, a regular elvish trick to leave your comrades. Oh. So they have this idea that leaving your comrades behind is bad. They know that that's not a good thing. But then immediately after that, they say, remember that time that we left that one guy hanging? And then they laugh <laughs> about it. So they're, they're aware of it, 
but they don't apply it to themselves. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. It's also interesting that they refer to something bad as being elvish. Yes. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're as an antithesis to the elves. They're there as an opposite to the elves. So they would consider anything elvish bad. Yeah. So I kind of thought that they would refer to things like fighting or killing or betraying people as good almost, right? And that's not what they've done. They've, they've still, like you said, they have the knowledge of good and evil. They're still um, saying this is bad, but they're doing it yeah. even though they say it's bad. But humans do that too. Sure. Elves do that too. Yeah. Look at Fionor. Yeah. We will. <laughs> we will in length later. But it's interesting that you say about being warlike, being bad. Another thing that Shippy points out is that orcs are the infantry of the old war. Okay. They, they were made for war. They were made to uh, fight against the elves and fight against the Vala in the first age. They were made as, as soldiers. Um, and, you know, their, their master... Morgoth at the time was trying to seize power and it was corrupting him. And one of the things that Tolkien talks about in um, Morgoth's ring is that Morgoth put his power into his evil works and over time it became diluted. Okay. So the evil that the orcs do is not as evil as the evil that Morgoth does. And I'm you can't see the amazing hand gestures I'm making right now. They're really descriptive they're so descriptive <laughs> that that's not useful on a podcast so um you're talking about morgoth's evil being diluted mm -hmm. this is something that we see in all kinds of fantasy work as, as well where you have the source of evil and um it could be like vampires right and you have generations of vampires and they get less and less strong but they also get less and less evil t typically right as you get as they get weaker and weaker they become more manlike and in right. this case, this manifests as the orcs being harder for Sauron to control than they were for Morgoth. Oh, okay. And in some of Tolkien's writings, he talks about you know the will of the master being in the will being in the servants. So, the the orcs followed the will of Morgoth. And in some of his writings, he talks about it being like a hive mind. Oh. Which he comes and goes on that, and it's obvious that in the Lord of the Rings, that's not what's going on because right. they're warring against these other each other when they shouldn't be. Um, I have an interesting thought about that. Yeah, let's hear it. My interesting thought is, what if groups of orcs that are warring are orcs that were elves and orcs that were men? Oh, that's really cool. And so there are actually different groups. Huh. And we do hear um, Tolkien talk about orcs sometimes, and he talks about goblins sometimes, and they seem to be interchangeable words, but are they? Um, it's a question. It is a question that I will have to look up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you hear goblins being used in Moria. Sure, In yeah. the Misty Mountains. And to me, it's like a difference between like the Mordor and Mordor orcs and the mountain orcs. Well, but, but that's I don't kind know of what if I'm, that's true. That's kind of what I'm wondering, though, because if you look at the locations, so the if the, the Misty Mountain orcs maybe those are elvish orcs and the mortar orcs may be man orcs i i don't know I'm, that's interesting <laughs> i don't know either because if you look at the um preponderance of the population around mordor it's hmm. men 
Mm-hmm. Gondor. You know? Yeah, and you have Lothlorien and Rivendell near the Misty Mountains. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Hadn't considered that one. We, we solved it. No. <laughs> we just solved everything. We know why orcs fight each other. We just figured it out. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. So anyway, um, some of the other notes. So Milkor create not created, Milkor... Corrupted. Corrupted orcs into what they are now. Uh, they only serve him out of fear, according to some of the writings that I've read. Uh, they loathe him for his tyranny. Uh, but they serve him because it's better than the alternative, which is probably not pleasant. Guessing not. Guessing not. Um, and they were born. They are born. They're not manufactured. I know in the movies, in um, I suppose it's at the end of Fellowship of the Ring or maybe the beginning of the Two Towers, they show the uruk Yeah. coming out of Sar- Saruman's like, mine thing under Orton. yeah yeah he's got this weird egg things or whatever like weird incubation chambers chamber yeah. thing it's gross um anyway i don't know if that's a real thing or not i don't know if, well it's obviously not a real thing <laughs> i don't know if that's how it was intended or not but the orcs were were bred so it's interesting you say the orcs were bred over time so he corrupted a initial group of whatever being Zermen. or both and clearly both and <laughs> clearly we we figured that out you totally tom shippy take notes <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i don't mean that much respect to tom shippy <laughs> he did all the work so i don't have to antagonism when we release this oh please don't anyway <laughs> so um there was an initial group and then those that group bred yeah okay yeah, and we're, we're talking first age here. Yeah. Okay, so then the Oryx, it's interesting that you say, uh, you know, you brought that up as like an example of them being birthed. I actually always assumed that that was corruption. Oh, yeah. That they were like, that you took a being and you like put it in this incubation chamber to transform it into, like in, it's like a cocoon. Oh, and yeah. And it transforms into a new corrupt thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That would, I don't know. I don't know either. I just that's Here's how I took it. Questions other people can answer for Ooh, us. Tom Shippy, take notes. Please answer our questions. We don't know what we're talking about <laughs> ever. So, um, <laughs> so honestly, to quickly answer the question, could there ever be a good arc? Yes, there could. Uh, Tolkien was clear that they are not irredeemable. Okay, uh, and that was important to him. And I think, you know, from a religious, religious standpoint, well, that probably is important to him. And I'm not a religious expert. Well, Let's but, just say that. But as far as, um, as far as sort of basic Christian tenets are concerned, um, we'll say Catholic. As far as basic Catholic tenets, we'll be more specific than Christian. Okay. Well, so you have the fall, right? And in order to have knowledge of good and, good and evil, they must be post-fall, mm-hmm. right? And so... But then the the redemption part of that is also part of um, if, if these are if nothing else can be created other than what Iluvatar makes, then all of the orcs are Iluvatar's children, mm-hmm. and so it makes perfect sense from the point of view of 
Catholicism, if you're going to sort of overlay that on Tolkien's world, which you should, from my understanding, yeah, um, it makes perfect sense that it's important for them to be redeemable because they are God's children just as much as anybody else is. They've just been corrupted more heavily, and but but the actually when you initially brought up the thing about them saying to uh, talking about the elves Mm -hmm. um, being bad and talking about this, Hey, you're leaving your buddy behind as this elvish thing. The first thing I thought of was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that if they are post fall creatures, they must be redeemable by Catholic logic. Things that don't fall into the category of children of Adam would not have the knowledge of good and evil in in Catholic lore. Right. And this brings up another thing. Uh, I think this was in Morgoth's Ring. Um, only Eru could create creatures with independent thought. So, orcs have to be a corruption of something. Right. Because Morgoth can't create. Right. Uh, and Eru would not sanction the work of Melkor like he did for Aule with the dwarves. With the dwarves. So, um, because he wouldn't sanction the works of, of Melkor to allow the independence of orcs um you know he wouldn't do that unless they were redeemable right right yeah the fact that they're not wholly controllable tells us that they have independent thought and corruption isn't inheritable oh that's interesting yeah so there was uh, a part that i read that was talking about corruption in, in general and it said it wasn't inheritable so how do you how do you do that like how do you make this entire subset of iru's children that are all corrupt. You can't. So it has to be something. And we don't we don't ever know about the socialization of orcs, other than the fact that they have this sort of clan-like social structure that is often warring with each other. And, you know, children raised in war. Uh, it's a violent life for orcs. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe not evil at their core, but, you know, not wholly stable, let's say. So, Deb, we answered your question, <laughs> which we didn't know if we were going to be able to do, honestly. Yeah, when we, we first talked about this, we were very unsure. We were very unsure if we'd be able to answer this question. But yes. They are redeemable. And, T- and Tolkien was very clear in his letters about that. So thank you so much, Deb, for the, for the question. It's, I spent so much time researching it, and it was so much fun. That's it for this time. Thanks again to Deb for the question, and thanks to all of you for listening and encouraging us. We really appreciate it. As always, you can reach us at 5th Age Podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, or by email at show at 5thagepodcast.com. The music, as always, is by Dr. Turtle. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>